Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. y'all welcome back to another episode of the money honeys podcast where we freddie chantel and dev worship at the church of the hustle (laughs) we pray at the altar of the hustle the bag and the bank account amen Amen. ladies how are we this week (laughs) (laughs) look at us just diligently reading our lines the bag. Um, yeah. Well, after that amazing intro, I'm honestly feeling way better. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us more. What's going on? <laughs> What's uh? Well, so the other thing I'm feeling is a little sweaty mm. because the purchase that I've recently made is natural deodorant. Oh. Welcome. Which what, what? are you in the natural? Deodorant? I'm on the natural. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. know that makes sense. I should have known. <laughs> I feel it. Right. I'm it makes very sense. Much for still death. on the aluminum deodorant <laughs> journey. Um, and that's my truth. Yeah, you. Because that's the thing where I'm like, I was in the the clinical strength game, mm-hmm. but I was like, is it? I I just decided once and for all. Yes, I know I'm a sweaty, smelly gal, mm. but mm. what if I just accepted mm. it? Mm. Mm. Speak mm. your truth. <laughs> Wait, remember when you and I discovered? Or no, when you told me. That difference between antiperspirant and deodorant for the first time back at BuzzFeed. I told you that? Yeah, because I was started the natural. We were sitting together at the oh. desks, and I was like, started the natural deodorant game. And I was uh-huh. like, I, I didn't know I sweat this much. And you were like, well, were you using antiperspirant? Oh. And I was like, yeah, but that's not, there's no difference. And you're like, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> there certainly is. <laughs> yeah, so am I a little sweaty right now? Yes. Um, what brand are you on? Oh, you know, salt something. I don't remember its full name. It's a lavender scent. Of course, got to keep it in the brand. Of course. Um, But yeah, that's a little purchase that I made this week. I'm on week three, which is apparently when you're supposed to smell the most. Sorry, Dev, because I'm sitting right next to you. Oh, right, because it does take your body a second to like. Yeah, the whole detox situation. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. How are we feeling? How are we smelling? You know what? I thought we would smell a lot worse. I really did. Wow. I really did. Um, and so, yeah, but enough about my pits. <laughs> we can talk about your pits forever, We can girl. talk about, you know, this is, it's Money Honey's Pits Edition. <laughs> the money pit. The money pit. <laughs> um, anyways, Miss Frederica. Yes. How are you doing, gal? I'm doing good. This week has been, um... How has this week been? Actually, you know, I think this week has been a really good balance of work and rest. Mm. Um, I've been, I've had like some headachiness mm. the past couple of days. Usually I'll have a headache and then it's fine the next day, but I had a headache Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Mm. And so that kind of slowed me down a little bit, but I'm like, you know, when your body's telling you to slow down, it means just take that mm-hmm. as a sign to take a, take a beat. But mm-hmm. other than that... Um, Things are good. I'm looking into um, costs of an exterminator because there's some little buggies around. Ew, we hate oh, that. I have a guy for you. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's exchange contact info yes. once, we, once we wrap up. Let's let's chat offline. Let's <laughs> we'll, circle we'll circle back, back. resync up, and then put it on the cow. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like that feels like an adult move to try to make. I have no clue what that costs mm-hmm. or if there are like levels to it because it's not it's not like an infestation or anything crazy, yeah. but it's just like. Mm, not ideal. Right. You know? Yeah. Better handle it early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've been looking into. Oh, and I can't believe I forgot this. I booked a, my birthday trip. <gasps> Where are you going? My mom and I are going to go to Cabo. <gasps> wow. Yes. I'm very, very excited. So I booked the hotel and still pending flights. 
flights right now, you guys? Stupid. It's because the gas. It's because of Putin. Mm. <sighs> Putin's gas. Putin's gas. He be Putin. He Putin. Oh. <laughs> he be Putin. <laughs> Stinking up the whole economy for all of us. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's true. Goddamn. Well. How about you, Dev? You yes. know, I've been working hard on my YouTube channel because I've, I'm finished with my other projects. So my YouTube channel is kind of my side hustle. Mm-hmm. So this week I'm exploring what it means to be like a bimbo and seeing if that I want to take that on as another side hustle, you know? Mm-hmm. So B- a bimbo as a side hustle. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So for okay. those of us who aren't in the weeds of TikTok, mm-hmm. can you maybe elaborate a little bit really quickly on what do you mean by bimbo? Yeah. A bimbo is somebody who, um, in the, it's self described bimbo, self identified bimbo. They are yes. somebody who, you know, talks about it and, uh, prioritizes their looks and then leftist commentary. That's how it's been presented a lot on TikTok. Mm. So they talk about like Marxism and communism, but also my boobs and also fuck men, you know? Yeah. Mm, Very subversive. Very subversive. Gen Z loves a subversive moment and I love them Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. I really do. They do. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing that as a 33-year-old woman, you know. Hell yeah. Really is, there, is there an age range for most bimbos? Absolutely <laughs> not. Okay. Absolutely Love not. Love that. Um, but, you know. <laughs> You're like, what, what are the average demo for a bimbo? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever your question <laughs> Never mind, never mind, never mind. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. which kind of brings us to what we're talking about today and how Ooh. we're going to get started and what we're learning about today, which is what does Waka Flocka Flame know that we don't? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does he know? You know, I know, you know, I appreciate a diverse portfolio. So I want to play a quick game called okay. Match the Rapper mm-hmm. with their side hustle. Okay. I love your games. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. So <laughs> number one, who is the newest spokesperson for Taco Bell? You know, I think I know this one. Yeah? Who? Because I think I saw a commercial, and I was like, wait, this is on brand, and I like it. Is it is it Doja Cat? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Does that make sense for her? Well, yes, it does. And also, I didn't even realize that, but yes, I've seen the commercial yes. a million times, but her song is in it, but she isn't in it. But I didn't realize that... It's like a her whole. It's almost like a campaign kind of situation. It's I saw vibe. a commercial where she was. In, that's the oh, only one that see, I've I didn't seen. See one with, mm-hmm. with her in it. Mm-hmm. Get into it, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get into it, yeah. Has been rampant in the uh, Taco Bell commercials. Mm. So mm. this is all making sense. Now. I love yes, it. and I have to just show you. Um, I don't know how we're going to handle this. This is the second episode of the pod, but I need to show you this TikTok uh, of Doja Cats. Robin, I have. Uh, well, anyway. Um, I just want to show you this, like, how she handles her spawn. Look, y'all, I just woke up, and I'm aware that I look like this. So that's that's settled. The next thing is, I got to do this fucking... You got to be quiet, though. You can't tell anybody that I told you this. I got to do this fucking TikTok where I do, like... And everybody keeps calling it a jangle. It's for Taco Bell, and I got to do this fucking jangle. (laughs) I told... By the way, I banned that word. Within my team, jingle. And I like to say that, but I have to do a jingle. They want me to rap about Mexican pizza, so I just want to give you a heads up before you see that shit. Just know it's contractual. <laughs> I love her. Like her TikTok presence is. She's, oh, she's yeah, she's so good. I'll send you uh, the actual jingle uh, <laughs> later after this. But please, yes, please. Moving on, who owns five beauty salons? Oh, I have no idea. Man, woman. Do you want a hint? Yes. It's a lady. Okay. Is Nicki it Nicki Minaj? Close. Lil Kim. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I see, yep, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is a landlord? Probably a lot of them. I, I imagine a lot of them own properties. I want to give you a hint in the okay. form of this quote that I found of <laughs> them talking about their landlordism. Okay. <laughs> I do a great job of interviewing the tenant before I just let him move in, and I just get a gist of what they're going to be like staying at the crib. You don't want them to tear anything up or ruin the property, but if it ever comes to a point, you just have to figure out a way to do it. 
it's a law about it's a law abiding way to go about doing it, and I would just like to do it like that. <laughs> For some reason, what came to mind is LL Cool J. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm sure it's wrong, but I just kind of got that vibe. It's the subtle threat, I think, underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the subtle threat. It's the subtle threat. Like, I just... like to do it like that. Okay. Um, That's your guess. Big Sean. This Mm. is uh, 2 chains, actually. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was in the I was in the neighborhood. Yep, yeah. They they they're friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They probably subscribe to the same philosophy. Same, same philosophy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you probably you probably can get this one based off of the title of the episode. But who <laughs> claims to be their own bank? Does being your own bank just mean? You have all your cash under your mattress. Like, what do we mean by be your own bank? And that is what this episode is about today, Lays. Okay. Um, so, Walk a Flock of Flame claims to be his own bank. And I'm going to show you this YouTube cl- clip. So many clips today. No, this is interactive. Show. It's a clip show. journey. We love a clip show. Man, please. Please. When I know I had all the millions and I didn't even have a credit card, the dumbest. I was like the dumbest person ever. I used to spend money on everything. Man, please. Yeah. Please. I'm, I'm going to open up insurance, put two, three million in my insurance, and borrow from that and put it back in. Mm-hmm. I never lose my money, ever. And anybody get money, I'm giving you a promissory note. Because you go promise to pay this back. I'm going to bring you to court. Hey. I'm ready for the, the walk up on that. So, I mean, yes. Yeah, I, I can't say I ever would have guessed that if you hadn't told us that was, that's what this episode was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I am intrigued. Yeah. I really didn't even know that that was an option or it seems like he kind of just got creative. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like in terms of making sure that he has like the most control that he can have over all of his money. And mm-hmm. then he can also, it seems like he probably will borrow, let people borrow. Borrow against it, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, are y'all ready? Are you ready to go to the Waka Flocka School of Economics? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Let's enroll together, Lane. After the break. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now I'm just confused about what life insurance is in general. Yes. That's a possibility around it. Like, I just, I need clarity. Well, before we hop in, I just want to say I'm going to briefly chat about my own financial decisions when I explain life insurance so we kind of understand it through storytelling, which includes making some judgment calls for myself. Mm -hmm. But I am in no way giving any financial advice on this pod because I am a certifiable hot dumb bitch. Okay? (laughs) Dev, you're not dumb. I'm the person in your life. smart. Thank you. But I'm the person in your life that you talk about your sexual antics with. I am not your accountant, babes. (laughs) (laughs) Not your accountant, okay? (laughs) You need to get someone who's actually good with numbers, okay? That's a good disclaimer that we should just say say probably every episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're the girl you call up when you accidentally wax off an eyebrow. (laughs) Mm-mm. When you want to know about where to put your money, we're all trying to figure it out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's learn together. Let's chat together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. tell our stories together. Yeah. 
So in general, when it comes to retirement and planning for retirement, the name of the game is putting your money where Uncle Sam can't get it. Mm -hmm. So there are all these different like retirement options, like a Roth IRA, a SEP IRA, whatever, whatever. And they all have different ways to like hide the money from the government, like Mm -hmm. different tax things. So just keep that in mind as we talk about this. So Chantal, you said... Is this in lieu of a retirement account, right? Yeah, yeah, because I know I just that that's all that I've really been taught is like life insurance is something that your beneficiary gets Mm -hmm. after you pass, not something that's an investment account. I've Mm -hmm. been taught that like you have investment accounts, you maybe have a retirement account and even your retirement account, it can they can penalize you if you pull it out ahead of a certain age. Mm-hmm. So this whole life insurance, what Walk of Flock of Flame is talking about is very, very foreign to me. Right. Do you know anything about life insurance, Fred? Not really, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I think I'm probably the most novice of the three of us, especially since mm-hmm. you've been on a journey. That's such a journey. So I'm excited to learn more because I know it's probably something that I've just been subconsciously pushing to the back of my mind and not thinking about it right. on purpose. <laughs> what <laughs> It makes sense because we're yeah, relatively young, mm-hmm. um, and the name of the game here is to have a diverse portfolio. Mm-hmm. So I, it's a, it should be a part of a holistic strategy, and I'm also a woman who like prefers to hedge her bets. So I'm not going to come out fully against it, but I'm going to tell you what my experience is with life insurance policies. Okay, so first off, there are two types of life insurance policies. There's term and permanent. And some companies may have some pretty adjectives in front of it, like the golden, platinum, diamond, ruby, drip plan. <laughs> or the Bankington's money bags plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the Bankington's money bags. <laughs> the Scroogey McMillions for you plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really just to draw you in. It's to draw you yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Consider me drawn. <laughs> I love how they're always like sapphire, golden, platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rubies. Yeah. The reserve. Yeah. <laughs> the Tre- ultimate treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. They may have to make it shiny. But anyway, term insurance is what you're probably familiar with, okay? Mm-hmm. It's when you pay premiums into life insurance policy, and the payment has two basic parts. The first covers the cost of the insurance, and the second pays admin costs. So you pay like something like $100 a month, and that builds into overall like a $2 million, a $1 million plan so that when you die, no matter what age you die at, as long as you are keeping up with those payments, your beneficiaries get whatever chunk of money, a million, two million at the end of that, whatever much your policy was. Okay, so if you have a million-dollar policy mm-hmm. and you die but have only put $200,000 in there, you would Over still, time, you would, depending on the policy, but yeah. you would still you're, give money, that money to your beneficiaries. You would still get the million dollar the payout. Million dollar mm-hmm, payout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is like a good option if you have kids or like if you're mm-hmm. getting married and you're like setting up your life to look differently than being a single person living off the seat of your pants, right? So that's term. That's term. Permanent life insurance is that plus like giving daddy a little something extra, like <laughs> slipping him an extra 20 bucks, and that 20 bucks goes into an account. Yep. Who's daddy in this <laughs> equation? Is daddy a bank? Is daddy your dad? Is, da- is daddy you? Is this daddy is- future you? Who's daddy? Daddy is our, I would say daddy is the life insurance policies. The okay. life insurance companies. Okay. They're, they're daddy. So mm-hmm. slipping a little extra is like, I'm paying my premium and then I'm paying however much money mm-hmm. in addition to that premium. Mm-hmm. Per okay. month? Per month. Okay. Right. Okay. And it's a that's something extra. Like I gave you the $20 bill example, but that that's a not, it's not... It's not something that you can just determine, like, ooh, I'll give you an extra 20 bucks. That'll go into this separate account. Mm. They determine that extra amount that you give them a month. Because, oh. of course, they do. So it um, that $20 goes into a bank account, like a savings account, and that grows at a fixed rate. Okay? So it's also tax-deferred. Mm-hmm. Meaning that Uncle Sam turns a blind eye and doesn't tax you on all the interest that you accumulate as long as the money stays in the account. 
You'd have to pay a tax only if you withdraw more cash than you paid in. Okay, so you could withdraw money out of that account if it's under the amount that you have been paying in, right? So that's literally how Waka is his own bank. Yeah, kind of. That's what he was referencing. Yeah. So he'll put in like $3 million, but even if he withdraws $2.5 million, it's not taxed? Or... It, yeah, 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 yeah. If he puts in $3 million, he can't take out any of the, like, As interest. long as it's under that $3 mil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he can't take out any of the interest that he's earned. Mm-hmm. It's just the amount that he's put in. As long as it's under that amount, mm-hmm. then it's tax-free. Mm-hmm. And that obviously mm-hmm. grows at a faster rate over time because right. it's a fixed rate. And permanent life insurance policies let you also borrow against the value in your cash account without withdrawing or needing to pay taxes on it. Can you break that Explain. down? Explain, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mean borrow against? Uh, like if you want to do a loan, mm-hmm. uh, you can you can get a loan for that amount. Oh, mm-hmm. so if you put $3 million in and he's like, hey, I need a loan for like $1 million, You could borrow it, it from can... the life insurance policy people. Mm. And it's like ta- without withdrawing your money or needing right. to pay taxes and, on that. And no interest? I don't know that part. Okay. Maybe have... That's something to look into because I'm like, yeah. that would... Because loan, like I feel like the worst part of loans is the interest, yeah. right? Definitely. You know what I mean. So I'm it's sure like, they tack I feel like on some fees. You probably need yeah. an interest, but that's that's interesting. Maybe it's so less. yeah, so then it's like the the money that's in your account is kind of like the collateral. So it's like if for some reason you didn't pay your loan or whatever, then they're like, well, we know exactly where that where another a million dollars is coming from. So mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah, right. And I also have a little graph here because, again, I applied for one of these bad boys last year. Mm -hmm. And they gave me one of these graphs. And I just want to show you um, how compounding interest works. Mm -hmm. Okay, so say you wanted a million-dollar policy, Mm -hmm. right? If you started when you were age 25 and you want to get to that million dollars, you would only have to put in 182000 and the mm. rest would be that interest compound. We love a compounding interest moment. Right. So, like, if you have to, if you decide to open a policy when you're at the end, at 55, you would have to put in that amount of money, which is what, 600000 mm. Almost seven. Almost 700000 yeah. And your interest would only be that much to get mm-hmm. you to a million. Mm-hmm. So, really, if you're going to start a life insurance plan, like, the sooner, the better. Um, because you can start accruing a lot of that interest over time. If it's if you're going to use it yes. in the way that Waka Flocka Flame mm-hmm. is using his. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, because I've seen these graphs, but just for like retirement accounts, where it's like put this amount into your retirement account so that it compounds and grows so that by the time you retire, you have – XX amount of money. Right. And this could act like a retirement account. Mm. This, and a lot of times it does for folks. Yeah. Um, mm. Podcasting, the most flattering visual medium. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be sure to put that graph up on our YouTubes and our Instagrams yeah. when we make it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I just, you know, I wanted to show this graph because, like I said, I went through my own little personal experience with life insurance last year. Oh, boy. And it started with me applying for disability insurance, and then I got sucked into the whole enchilada. Okay. Okay, so do you all know about disability insurance? Because, honestly, the three of us should probably look into it. I needed to take a break from shopping for it because of this experience, which I'm about to get into. Mm -hmm. But really quick, disability insurance is, like, what you have if you are – and a salaried position, right? So, like, back when we were at BuzzFeed, if, like, something happened to us on the job, there's disability insurance that's built into, like, our contracts mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, like, we would still get paid out for a certain amount of time if we're healing or whatever. I went on disability um, after my bunion surgery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. To heal. So I think I, I took, like, four weeks or something like that. But, right. And and they yeah. pay you a portion of your salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, during, during that time. Mm-hmm. And so as freelancers, you can set up your own policy. So if anything happens to you, you're not stuck. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I was looking for. That's what I was shopping for. And I met somebody at one of these companies. I'm not going to put them on blast because they may sponsor us in the future. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never tell. (laughs) In which case, I will change my tune. (laughs) I'll sell myself to the highest bidder. (laughs) 
JK, JK, JK. Uh, a little. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was really excited to take this step for myself because I felt like it was a very grown up thing to do. Like yes. I felt like I was getting married to mm-hmm. myself again because, again, this happened back in 2020. I had just lost my job at NBC. Mm-hmm. I was worried about like, you know, I had some I- income coming in from like freelance gigs that I was working. And I wanted to know how to best implement that money for retirement and for my future. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK. I'll just sign up for all of it. I'll sign up for disability insurance and permanent life insurance. And it was a hefty monthly investment. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're paying for, because you're paying for that term life insurance, which we talked about the, if you die, you get, you know, your beneficiaries Mm -hmm. get X amount of money and that little bit extra on the side, Mm -hmm. which is a rate that they choose for you. Would you be comfortable sharing a ballpark of what the rate that they chose for you? Because, like, I don't even know what that could even – is it it's a percentage of what you are putting in? Or? Yeah. I'll tell you the dollar – I'll tell you, like, the dollar amount outside of the podcast, but I did break it down to percentages. Yeah. Okay. So I was already at that time investing 25% of my take-home income into my savings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means I had savings and investments because I have a Roth IRA and, you know, I took my 401k from BuzzFeed and put rolled it somewhere it else. Yeah, yeah, rolled it over. Right. So 25% of my monthly income was going towards that stuff. Adding a life insurance policy would be taking another 8% of my monthly take home Mm -hmm. and putting it into that pie of savings. So total, I would be saving 33% of my take home monthly income. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. You know, if Mm -hmm. you have, God bless, if I were taking home $10,000 a month, which I'm not, but if I was, that's like $3,300 a Mm -hmm. month, right? Did you like how I took a pause (laughs) with that very simple math (laughs) equation? (laughs) No, same. I was like, 10, carry the one, drop the decimal. (laughs) No, that is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Right? That's scary, actually. I'm like, ooh. When I think about like 30%, that's what they always start off like in mob boss movies when they're like, you take 70. You know what I mean? It's always the beginning of the negotiation. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll do an episode on on retirement stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like we each know a little bit, but not as much as we want to. Right. Devin probably knows most. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, but y'all, the in reality, the process, the in reality. So like, I at the time was like, man, I'm really setting up future Devin for yes. success because yes. I don't know what's happening with right now. Yeah. Because it was all chaos. 2020. It still mm-hmm. is. Um, but I'm really setting her up for success. God bless. Mm-hmm. But in reality, the process was not as lucrative for me. <laughs> because, for moi. For moi. <laughs> because the golden platinum ruby diamond money drip plan <laughs> promised to be a little bit more giving than she actually was. Mm. And I'll tell you more. After, after the, the break. break. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you showed us the graph, and it pretty much showed us, like, if we start a life insurance policy younger, it's more beneficial because of the compound interest situation. Mm -hmm. Realistically, you know, obviously starting one at 21 would be, you know, lovely. Mm -hmm. But realistically, when do I need to get life insurance? That's a great question. But first, let me take it back to me. Okay. I forgot, I forgot. It's not you. Um, did I mention that I had to give up weed for this? If y'all don't know, here on the pod, um, I like weed. I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big stoner gal. Um, and I also had to confront my demons for this chance for to purchase a life insurance policy. I will explain. First of all, in order to get 
apply for life insurance, you have to have like a nurse come to your house and basically audit your body to see if you're healthy. Because it is, at the end of the day, insurance. And so they want to like poke their little heads up. They want to miss, miss frizzle up into your body to see like what the liability is. Mm-hmm. So she came, she, a very grumpy woman came to my house at 5 a.m. <laughs> 5? Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> who feels healthy at 5 a.m.? Literally I'm no just one. saying, who feels healthy? It's 1030 and I'm like, my eyes are red. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it's funny because I remember my parents started a life insurance policy mm-hmm for themselves when I was in high school mm-hmm. and like claimed me as a dependent or something like that. But I remember a nurse also came to our house at mm-hmm. 5 a.m. at that time. That mm-hmm. For some reason, this is when the life insurance girlies are out. <laughs> at 5 a.m. <laughs> life insurance girls. <laughs> the girls. The girls. <laughs> the girls are out. <laughs> like 4.30, time to leave. <laughs> um, I had to give her my pee. Okay. Wow. Five in the morning. So like a drug test. Like a drug test. I had to give her my blood. So this is why I gave up weed for a month yeah. for this drug test. Yeah. So I could get approved for my disability and this life insurance policy. And y'all, you know I don't like needles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so I was yeah. like on my couch in my living room with my cats on top of me with an oh. arm out, like a drama queen. She was like <laughs> trying to get, she was not amused. She didn't like my cats either. I was like, this is Mara. She's like, whatever. <laughs> Not You're like, he had major <laughs> surgery three years ago. He's a miracle. <laughs> She's like, woman, give me your vein. Literally. <laughs> I was like, I had this thing when people take my blood where I like, the only way it calms me down is if I sing to myself. So sometimes I ask the nurses to sing with me. <gasps> and I'm like, can we sing Beyonce together? <laughs> That's. That's really Very adorable. Endearing. I yeah. take it she, she, she that was not a she did not want to sing with her. me. Mm-mm. Damn. Mm-mm. Mm. So <laughs> her all, loss. <laughs> yeah, I know. All of this so that I'm hopefully hope can we we're probably gonna bleep this. All of this so that or all of this so that meow 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 could take eight percent of my monthly income. I did all of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does this sound like a healthy behavior to you? Because for me, it sounds like I was being digmatized <laughs> by a promise. Okay. So to answer your question, when should a person get life insurance policy? Term insurance is on the table whenever. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a relatively affordable. It's usually like 100 200 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And it's a great option if you're getting married or changing your lifestyle. You have a baby. You want to make sure you make them your beneficiary. Like Term insurance is great for that. Mm-hmm. Um, permanent life insurance is a cool option if you have the extra blank percent of your monthly income to donate into that savings account. So you were getting term plus permanent. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't realize it was a a twofer. No. You can't do one. You can't do permanent unless you have term. Mm -hmm. That's how they got you. Got you. Got so walk a flock of flame mm-hmm. has both. Yeah, because it's always blended. Their term insurance mm-hmm. is always blended into the permanent. Got you. Right. You can't just. Well, that get... would make sense. Yeah, because it's like if he it was it's not just his bank, it right. still will roll over into his children. You know, mm-hmm. once he it's legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so permanent life insurance is a cool option if you have the extra eight percent or whatever that percentage is. Because again, mm-hmm. they fix the rate. Um, but because the returns on that life insurance, but uh, because the returns of that life insurance are cute, like they are fixed, right? You know what else is like fixed rate is like a government bond. So it's not like, you know, your returns are cute, but it will always be at like 5% or 7%. Mm-hmm. So it's not as dependent on like the stock market like a traditional investment account would mm-hmm. be. Right. If, you, if you have stocks or even a mix of stocks and bonds and stuff, it's a little bit more playful Mm -hmm. with stocks and with interest and all that stuff. Right. I think that we should take a second to explain for retirement, usual like Roth IRAs or whatever, Mm -hmm. those portfolios are a mixture of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, Mm -hmm. which are based off of the stock market, Mm -hmm. government bonds, whatever. It's basically like you give your money to Charles Schwab or whatever Mm -hmm. for your retirement, and they spread that money out across those three things. And it's traditionally more aggressive the younger you are. Right. And then it gets more conservative the older you are mm-hmm. so that it's like if I'm three years away from retirement, I don't want you all to be gambling with my money. Mm-hmm. But if I'm 40 years away from retirement, let's take some risks. Let's make some big gains. Right. And that's exactly right. You're gambling with your money. Mm-hmm. So like 
Whereas a life insurance policy, the fixed rate is 7%. Like if you were having a really good stock market one year, it could go up to 10%, 15%. You mm. know what I mean? Where you get that interest, that compound interest back. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. So there's an upside for some people doing this to have that fixed rate because then you just you just actually know at such and such age it will be xx amount right right got it okay this is starting to make a lot more sense to me now okay so let me reveal the scam oh i love a scam i'm sorry that you were i know (laughs) (laughs) sorry that you were on the receiving end of this yes i'm only excited to hear about it because i know that you're okay (laughs) no one come for me Now, again, it's not a scam if this is what you want. Right. But they don't tell you this when you're going into it. So that nurse came to my house. She did like a physical audit of my bean Mm -hmm. to see if they were some, that they wanted to sponsor me. Did it feel invasive? Eh, Like as invasive as going to a doctor's office. Mm, Uh, It was invasive because she wasn't a great personality. Yeah. You know, and she came into my house at five in the morning. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But it wasn't that bad like whatever anyway okay um so what they also start doing before you've even gotten approved is they start taking that money out of your account immediately oh Mm -hmm. so they're not even okay we've decided to do this policy we will start withdrawing funds on like april 1st Mm -hmm. while you're in review they're taking it out yeah yeah and that money isn't going into an account just yet like retroactively they'll pay back like the interest as if you had just applied right Mm. Uh, on the date that you gave them the money but in the interim it's just you're giving the company's money and it Mm. and for the application process and the application process lasted nine months (gasps) whoa wait a minute is is that normal wait were they so monthly monthly they they were taking my money monthly for nine months Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had not been approved yet. You could have had a whole baby. I could have yeah. had, yeah. My life could have completely changed. Right. So no shade to anyone who works for these um, types of life insurance places, but they didn't, the person I worked with really didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. And the way this person kind of marketed themselves is they were looking, they wanted to help. I already have a financial advisor, but they wanted to be like a second opinion and they wanted to help me grow my business Mm -hmm. and do all these things. And they were going to, you know, hop on the horn with me if ever I had a question. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as I signed that contract and as soon as like they started taking money out, she was gone. She was like very hard to get a hold of. You know, she would she had her assistant email me periodically, you know, to sign forms and stuff. But. It was kind of a little bit of a bait and switch Mm. because, you know, these folks who work for a lot of times, these folks who work for these life insurance policies are are trained to 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 market themselves as like financial advisors, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of what their job is, is they're salespeople. Yeah. Right. They're trying to sell sell life insurance policies. Is that is that normal behavior? Is it how long is it supposed to take to get approved? It was that was told to me that it was normal, that this okay. was this was normal. It was that the take timeline was normal. Well, when I would kept checking in, they were like, "No, this is normal." Blah blah blah. It just takes some time. Mm. But going into it, like, had I known this whole po- this whole process would have taken nine months, and mind you, nine months in twenty twenty, when everything yeah. was up in the air. That's really rough, right? And again, no shade on anybody who works for these life insurance places. I don't see y'all as predatory sharks mm-hmm. and even if you were a shark that's not so bad you love sharks we love, I sharks. love sharks <laughs> and look give me shark week every week yeah and i'm chaotic neutral when it comes to people like you know trying yeah to get scam and get their money and do their yeah. job that's their job i get it they're uh-huh. just doing their job mm-hmm. but life insurance p- plans do sound sick if you have the money to invest aka if you're okay with letting go of your income, even if you're not approved. Mm -hmm. So what happened to me is like nine months later, I got a letter in the mail. And then I had a meeting put on my calendar shortly after that that said, hey, um, you're on Lexapro. So no, we're not going to give you this life insurance policy because we see your drug history. (sighs) 
because they had to call. They they contact literally every doctor you've ever had. So they contacted wow. my psychiatrist, and they were like, mm, she's on SSRIs and has been for like two years, so probably not. So how wow. do you even get – my mind is just blown. How do you – so in order to get approved, you just have to be what? You can't be on any medication? Like is it a particular list of medications that well, you can't be on? Well, like what is the – That's the thing. They don't tell you that. They don't disclose that at the top. They because don't. they don't want you to hide whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And leaving this process, I have a new motto, which is I'm going to lie to every doctor and every banker about what I do with my body and my time. Because, like, they can, you know, I I was I was denied basis based off of my drug use, right? So then I was like, oh, what? So I went to my doctors. I went to my therapist. I went to my psychiatrist. I was like, what did you disclose? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, did you disclose any personal information, any personal stories about, like, being in a cabin in the woods with my boyfriend or whatever? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, when did you tell them? And they were like, no, we didn't talk about, like, your personal life choices or your history. We just gave them a form that said, like, this is the kind of medication she's on. Mm. So, which led me to believe, because they don't tell you, like, you can't, you know, be on this kind of medication or you can't have this kind of pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. It's always framed as a pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you that at the top. Mm-hmm. So when they denied me for my drug usage, mm. I could only assume it's Lexapro mm-hmm. because my drug test came, came back clear. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And so that it's is, like... I am so sorry. That I is like know. infuriating and I don't even know how... And then it took another month and a half to get all my money back. But I did get it back. Good. I did get it back. I did have to have a lot of terse conversations mm. over Zoom with the woman who worked at this <laughs> plan place. Um, and that wasn't fun. You know, like I literally, you know, you don't like conversations where you have to drag out their dirty laundry yeah. and like repeat the words they said back to you. Yeah. You don't love those conversations, but I had to have them. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, had I did get approved, I probably would have been singing a different story, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying, looking back now, I think it's great. I think it was like a blessing that I didn't get approved for life insurance because I think I could be reinvesting that extra 8% mm. into the stock market mm-hmm. or NFTs or something like that. Or like maybe, you, maybe you're getting married and you need that extra 8% to plan a wedding or mm-hmm. you just had a baby, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Life insurance plans are a great thing to invest in if you have the money Mm -hmm. and if you're risk averse. So let me paint a picture. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you have a cute new job that pays you 15% or 20% more than you're used to. Um, And maybe you already have a house and maybe you live comfortably. Maybe you already have a 401k with your company and Roth. And maybe you don't want to pay attention to the stock market or get into crypto. Mm-hmm. Then this, my good bitch, a life insurance policy might be good for you mm-hmm. because you already have the extra income. Mm-hmm. You already have a house. You have your life built already based on a certain amount of money. Right. And so then if you have more money coming in, it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to miss that money. Right. Might as well put it into something that's building for me. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, don't want to deal with this other stuff. I'll just put it into here. I'll know exactly how much it's going to be in a certain amount of years. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you should probably get a Roth. You should probably get whatever kind of IRA. Max those out first mm. before you get a life insurance policy plan. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've decided based off of my experience. Mm-hmm. But again, everyone's different. Everyone lives differently within different means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that this happened to you. And I, I hate that like no one told you, especially because it's like if we were in our 50s or 60s, we might be talking about life insurance more with our friends and and know certain things, mm-hmm. but people always advise to start these accounts when you're young, and so even if you had come to me and Fred, we wouldn't have known anything either. We would have been like, oh yeah, I know they want you to be quote unquote healthy. I never would have imagined that meant that like, oh, taking care of your mental health uh, you're unhealthy in our eyes. Right. Well, and and that's, so you're not getting approved. That's one life insurance company. So, yes. and they, I, I've been told because they're kind of like a blue chip company, they have mm. very conservative 
morals and values. So mm-hmm. you have to fit in within those value systems in order to get approved to mm-hmm. be a part of their programs, right? Mm-hmm. There are probably different policies that value mental health and have lean, more lenient drug policies or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. I have a question. So I know that you have a financial advisor. I do. Were you going through this journey with your advisor kind of like step by step or was this completely separate from that and you felt or did you like ask your advisor any questions? Like how did that work? My advisor and I initially went in and I see my advisor once a quarter, right? Right. Because she's busy, you know, and like there's only so much we can talk about with how my portfolio is doing, right? Because the stock market, whatever. So when I checked in with her first, I was like, I want disability insurance. She was like, that's a great idea. You should probably get that. So then we, a time passed and I applied for it all, the whole enchilada, because I got, got, I got sold, right? And then when I checked back in, I was like, yeah, I applied for permanent life insurance and disability and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, Okay, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, are you, are you sure? But she also knows that I'm very risk averse. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like to gamble a lot mm-hmm. with my money. So she was like, okay, well, you know, and yeah. I already have a 401k, blah, 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 blah. It inherently could make sense for you. Right. It could. It yes. could. And she knows that you mm-hmm. are smart in research and stuff like that. And so. But she was a little relieved when it didn't go through. Because mm-hmm. then, you know, I can reinvest that 8% with her or something. What's her, what would be, like, what would her advice be for you? Just find a different, like, still stay on the course and find a different company to work with or just kind of take a beat from life insurance for now? Yeah. Okay. Take a beat from life insurance. Make sure you're maxing out your contributions to any, like, 401k fund, not 401, uh, IRA funds or any other retirement plans that you have. Um, and start there and then get into potentially investing your money in a high yield savings account, mm. um, which, you know, it doesn't grow as much as a life insurance policy, obviously, but mm. it's not like just sitting in, in a bank account and your money's being taxed or whatever, mm-hmm. or uh, it's growing at a bigger rate. And then she was like, listen, girl, you're young. You, you don't, you want to buy a house. Like you're, you, you're going to get married soon. Like you, you know, you're thinking about having babies. It's good to have a little bit more liquid on you Mm -hmm. than to just take all of this and invest it now. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're at the critical age in our thirties where we're making a lot of these milestone decisions. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have a little bit more underneath you in the nest egg rather than putting it all into investment accounts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because even with like, even with, you know, house and renovations and stuff, like Bank of America took away my savings account because <gasps> I kept pulling out large amounts. But it was like for, the, like, you know, it was for the house. The, like the purpose of it, of a savings was to like, you know, use it for this. But, you know, I'm I'm trying to just really reevaluate and mm-hmm. figure out like what's the best way. I mean, I do know that I need to put my money not in one savings account. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely my first step. But... It is something to just think about because, mm-hmm. you know, with these like expenses, like wedding stuff or, you know, mm-hmm. babies, any any other just like adult starting a new business, th- these types of things, like they cost money. And mm-hmm. like I think that we've all done a decent job of saving. So we have that to give. But it's like you just have to like set it up in a way that's going to set you up for success versus mm-hmm. like almost feeling punished for right. using your money, mm-hmm. you know? And all of these savings accounts, like I said at the top, are it's like how do we hide the savings account from Uncle Sam, essentially, and then how do we – or how do we disguise the, our savings as like – distributions or investments and those mm-hmm. things we don't have to take taxes out of mm-hmm. either at the top or at the when you finally do use that money mm-hmm. so that's like the point of saving for retirement and mm-hmm. all of this stuff mm-hmm. so yeah also did you know that 50 cent owns mines in south africa like platinum mines <laughs> <laughs> so that's where his retirement plan is <laughs> Wow. What? Yeah, he I like it was very vague when I was doing research on this. I was like, does he own blood diamonds? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the first wait, thing what? that I, that kind of came to mind. I was like, yeah. Was, wait, hmm. So we'll I do research on that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't have positive associations with the word like mines. mines. Yeah. And mining. <laughs> and mining. Go research 50 Cent. Tell us what it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And don't mess with him, though. I feel like he's, you know, got it down. Like, he's he's his own mogul, I feel like. That's yeah, his side hustle. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's my story. 
Well, yeah. I hope we learned something. Yeah, today. no, I learned, learned a, a shit ton, and also I'm just like. I'm a little traumatized I'm so by sorry. your experience. Well, just if you take a meeting with folks who are trying to sell you life insurance policies, just know that they're trying to sell you mm-hmm. life insurance policies. Mm-hmm. And you need to, if you're gonna if you're gonna invest in it, make sure you're investing and shopping around with somebody who doesn't work just with one company. Mm-hmm. More like a broker. More like a broker mm-hmm. who may, maybe works with a couple different companies yeah. and can be a little bit more flexible. Are you allowed to tell that person, like, hey, here's the meds that I'm on or here are the different conditions and then they can kind of find. try to find something that might be more with it? Or are they not allowed to know any of that? No. Well, that was the thing. Like, I – the person who I – like applied with yeah she was a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. and so she knew my lifestyle Mm -hmm. she knew what I was about she had watched my content Mm -hmm. so I you know and we talked lightly about this that and the other thing yeah and we were very friendly at the beginning so I just assumed I assumed right Right. that she would be be about it and right she really was just trying to god love her and respect she was Mm -hmm. trying to up her commission right Mm mm-hmm Eesh. Yeah, all right. You know, ask, the more you know. Ask any and all question. Learn from learn from us. Learn from sweet yeah. baby dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell us if you bought a life insurance policy and you like it, and if it's working yeah. for you. Yes, and why. please yeah. let us know. Because the I I'm saying normal. I'm just forgetting the term. Is it permanent life insurance? That's permanent. Like, that's and the normal term. And term. Term, is term. Term. Term is what I'm saying. Okay. Permanent so, is. Is Waka the flaka. bank. Mm-hmm. Waka flaka perm. <laughs> yes. And then term for other stuff. Because mm-hmm. with term life insurance, you don't need to, when that gets paid out to your beneficiary, I don't think taxes come out of that, right? No. It's all tax free. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I, meant, I meant to mention, enough, something you also have to keep in mind is this is an insurance policy, right? Yeah. So if you stop paying for like a month or something, mm. they're like, mm, I don't owe you. You know, like who is she? Yes, because yeah, they're always like that. They're like you, they have. They're very inflexible when it comes to like your payment schedule. So if you miss a payment, they pretend like you're not with them anymore. So you just mm. have to remember that. You know. Yes, yes. Remember that you're paying into a business, right? And not someone who's coddling your life in mm-hmm. their hands as much as I would want to. Yeah, think that that's what it is. <laughs> that's how they present themselves. They're yeah. like, we're thinking about oh, yeah. you. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story, Deb. I yeah. I learned so much today. <laughs> I did not know about yep. most of this. Yep. Tune in next week for more juicy factoids and tea about the finances of our life. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast, please subscribe to us. We also have a YouTube channel. Check us out on video so you can see Devin's beautiful graphs and such. Mm-hmm. And... Where else are we? Oh, follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. once we make one. Yeah, it's it's coming, you guys. <laughs> we gave you the handle, but we don't know it yet. <laughs> it's probably going to be money, honey, something. Yeah. <laughs> Underscore. Anyway. We love you. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.